into the contest. It's Thursday the 10th of February. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my co-host Shane Lee. And Shane, in Melbourne, dun, 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 dun. secret men's business, my friend. It's a busy couple of days. Busy couple of days for work. Danny with the Afternoon Sport Group. And um, yeah, lots of, uh, lots of good meetings on Tim. But uh, it's one of the great sporting capitals of the world. And uh, I'm really, really looking forward to a couple of good days down here, mate. Yeah, absolutely. I love Melbourne. And when the weather's good, just extraordinary. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Of course, we have a charity auction running for the Cooper Rice Braiding Foundation, who, uh, of course, raise funds for important cancer research. There are some amazing things to buy from the auction, including a 2021 signed New South Wales State of Origin jersey. So get on there, have a look. Afternoonsport.com forward slash auction. It's a show with a bit of a difference today. We're going to preview what is going to happen in both the AFL and the NRL seasons. So we're going to get our crystal balls out and take a look. Now, there's nothing like a healthy head of hair. Shane, when I first met you, those blonde flowing locks, well, they had a life of their own. Yes, Timmy. As they say, look after your hair and everything else will take care of itself. Now, I've got something for you too, Timmy, even with that silver fox look. It's called main hair care. Oh, main hair care. I know it. I absolutely love it. Yes, mate. Specialised men's hair care, targeting scalp conditions to stimulate scalp and over time improve growth. Oh, it's a fantastic product. It really is. I also note that it's all Australian, fully organic ingredients, Shane. Yep. Not only will you look good, but the scent is just wonderful. Main hair care. I'm going to get it on today. And that's spelled M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. So, Shane, this Australian team to Pakistan, it's a big squad. What do you make of it? Um, there's a few uh, inclusions um, and a few exclusions that uh, I'm, I'm pretty keen to talk about. Um, Ashton Agar comes in, the left-arm spinner. They've picked three spinners for this tour. Um, he's a left-arm tweaker and uh, and bats a little bit as well. Um, Mitchell Swepson, the leg spinner, is going to go on his first big Australian tour and will play over there. Um, that will be... Uh, a really, really tough initiation to test cricket. Bowling against Pakistan, he's in Pakistan, so that's going to be really, really tough for him. Uh, the big one that been left out was, uh, was Joe Richardson. He took a really good five wickets um, when he played a test match this summer, um, and he's sort of been replaced by Michael Nessa, and I think they've gone the wrong way there. Nessa's a guy who sort of more kisses the wicket, um, where Richardson hit the wicket, so I thought he be, would be more effective in the subcontinent. Um, and the other big inclusion that I'd I don't really think he should be in the squad, is uh, is Marcus Harris. Um, I thought he really, really struggled with the bat. He still averages less than, I think, 26 now in, in test cricket. He's had a good go. So I can't see him getting any better, particularly not being a great player of spin. Um, but good, obviously a good inclusion too uh, with Josh Inglis, the other wicketkeeper. So um, putting a little bit of pressure on Alex Carey there, but uh, it's good to see that he's included. He's a very, very good gloveman. Okay, all right. It is time to change from cricket to AFL and have our look at 2022. Now, I'll start, I reckon, grand final-wise, and this is going to surprise a few people, but I think Melbourne and St Kilda will play in Ooh. the Premiership. I know that will surprise a few, of course. <laughs> they have uh, some very high-profile supporters, St Kilda, led by Shane Warne, of course. But Brett Ratton, uh, to get the best out of his young Saints as they attempt to break the current longest drought. Of course, we've had a few droughts broken with Melbourne breaking their drought last year and the Western Bulldogs doing it a few years before that. I don't think they'll, make, they'll break their drought, but I think that they'll 
they'll make the grand final. And I think that they will play Melbourne in the grand final. And uh, I think that uh, Melbourne will do it again. Well, I think Melbourne will be in the grand final, but I think it'll be a rerun of last year's grand final against the Western Bulldogs. And I think the Western Bulldogs will win this year. I think just under Luke Beveridge, um, the Bulldogs coach, Bonton Pelly leading the way, um, Josh Bruce in the team. Um, with the father-son rule, um, you get Sam Darcy now in the ranks. He's a fantastic footballer. And you've got Ugly Hagland, um, who was the number one draft pick last year. And he comes into this season with a lot of um, experience. And I think he's going to have a, an absolute massive season. It'll make a big difference to that Bulldog side. So they're the, they're the two for me in the grand final, mate. Yeah, interesting to see what does uh, transpire there. From a, from a perspective of outstanding players, I, I reckon that uh, Max Gorn, uh, he showed how he can have such an influence on that team. He was a real sort of avuncular kind of sort of senior leader with Melbourne. And I think he can go to new heights this year. And I think he can win the Brownlow, the first Ruckman to win well, since the Bulldogs, okay. Scott Wind. And of course, that was back in 1992. Another player to look out for is a guy who's been crippled by injuries in his first two years, Matt Rowell. So there's a couple of players to look out for. Yeah, well, definitely um, the Melbourne Big Three, Gorn, uh, Petrarca and Oliver are, are three guys, and they'll definitely be in the top six of, of, of the Brownlow medals. Uh, the guy I reckon is going to win the Brownlow medal, he's only 21, and he's plays for Carlton, is Sam Walsh. And I just think he finished fourth last year in the Brownlow, and um They've uh, Carlton has spent about eight million dollars in the off season, not all on him, but they've secured his services up to two thousand and twenty six. So they're really building around this um, young Sam Walsh, and I think he's going to have a fantastic year. He's he's dynamic. He's got he's got serious speed to burn, and um, I think he'll poll very very well this year. I reckon Collingwood could be a surprise packet. I really do. After the Maguire Buckley exit and all the drama, uh, I think they'll have a bit of a, a stable coaching regime this year. Of course, triple premiership player. Craig McRae was with the Lions and now he's taken over as coach at Collingwood. He's an understated kind of leader. He's uh, worked as assistant at Hawthorne under Alastair Clarkson and also at Richmond where he coached them to that 2019 um, flag in the VFL. So uh, I reckon Collingwood will be better. I think they will be slightly better, but I think Essendon will be the one that jumps into the top eight this year. Um, Big turnaround from them. My top eight being uh, the Bulldogs, Melbourne, Brisbane, Port, Essendon, the Swans, Richmond and Carlton. Um, I just think that Eston uh, have a, a very, very fantastic midfield. I think the Swans are going to do really well again. Um, Franklin's on 995 goals, but they've got serious talent all around, all around the park, mate, with Luke Parker, um, Kennedy probably playing his last year, Isaac Heaney, uh, and then um, Callum Mills comes into the leadership group. So they've got a really, really stable midfield and, and, and young midfield as well. Um, and then I think Richmond uh, had a really disappointing season last year, but Dusty Martin had a pretty disappointing last year, and I think he's going to be fully fit and ready to go. And he'll um, there's too many good players in that Richmond football team uh, not to uh, be in the top eight this year. And, and I think the teams that'll struggle uh, are Western. Australian-based teams, both of them, Fremantle and West Coast. And I think Mm. that it'll just get too much for them this year. They can't play at home because of what's going on. So it becomes really, really difficult for them. Um, So I I honestly think they'll be the teams that struggle. They will, yeah. The Dockers are losing um, Adam Sarah is is a big loss for them. But the two at the bottom of the table, unfortunately for me, are the Hawks. I think they'll get the wooden spoon. Just ahead of um, them will be North Melbourne, who made a few... Improvements last year. Um, they got the number one draft pick, but you now they're referred to uh, the, in, in regard to wooden spoons, uh, like the London buses, North Melbourne. They haven't got had one for forty nine <laughs> years, but, they, but they're going to come along quite often now. Um, so they'll be down the bottom of the table. Uh, so it's going to be enough, another tough year for um, 
for the shin boners, mate. Yeah, it may well be difficult. Well, there's our crystal ball on the AFL. We're going to do it on the NRL. Stay right where you are. This is Afternoon Sport. Well, some terribly sad news yesterday with the passing of immortal John Raper in Rugby League. Shane, of course, what a player he was. He started at Newtown, then he went to St George, and that's where he just took off. He was uh, in eight of those 11 straight premierships between the 50s and 60s, played at every single level. He revolutionised that position at lock, and he he also played in the backs as well. He was such a versatile player. Um, And uh, gone at 82, of course, John Raper, our love and thoughts with all of his family and friends. Yeah, sad day too, me being a, uh, a St. George man. And uh, as you said, Timmy, what, what a fantastic football. There's a lot of back rowers that play similar to him now, and he, he played so long ago. Um, I was fortunate enough to meet him as well, and um, he was just a lovely guy, uh, both on and off the field, um, and everyone spoke really highly of him. So uh, condolences to the family. It's a, it's a sad loss and a sad day for rugby league. And, um, yeah, one, one of the greats is gone. The passing of uh, the last of the original immortals, of course, uh, as well. So Vale, John, Chook, Raper. Now, a change of pace as we uh, look towards the 2022 season in rugby league. And I think it will be a Roosters-Panthers grand final. That's the way mm. I reckon it's going to be. Kiri to get a full season. These young guns like Walker and others at the Roosters that came through last year will be better for that. And, uh, well, Penrith, I think that they'll be good, but uh, they'll get to the grand final, but I reckon they'll be beaten by the Roosters. So I reckon it's Roosters-Panthers and Roosters to win. There you go, Timmy. Well, I, I agree with you to a certain extent I think it will be a Roosters Panthers grand final but I think Panthers will go back to back I'm tipping I'm tipping an all uh, top four Sydney teams yeah I'm tipping Roosters Panthers Manly um, and Parramatta in the top four so all top uh, four teams from Sydney and uh, yeah I think that's I think the uh, the Panthers will get the chocolates there but uh, I think just Cleary we predicted it last year what a fantastic season he had if he won the state of origin which he did he'd go on and to win the grand final he wasn't fully fit in the grand final and he, and being fully fit this year I think he's just going to go to new heights so Panthers to win again yeah, and you predicted that. That's, that yep. was a very good prediction. You did it very early on in the year last year. Uh, now, players, outstanding players, I think obviously Nathan Cleary will be one of them, but you you can't go past Tommy Travojevic mm-hmm. after his year last year. James Tedesco, I think, will be even better with a full side in front of him. They were they were really sort of sewn together, weren't they, the Roosters last year with all that injury and suspension, everything else that went down. So I think he will be great. And the other one that I really think will be very, very good is Ben Hunt. And uh, I think that Ben Hunt will help the Dragons because the Dragons are the team, I reckon, that will overachieve or be better than what many think. I reckon that uh, Ben Hunt, along with uh, these new additions like George Burgess and uh, Jaden Sewer from South Sydney, and then you've got Armone who's re-signed with them, and Zach Lomax and Suley in the centres, I think that they will be better um, than they were last year and could even sneak into the eight. I hope you're right. Uh, going to Dragons there, mate. I, I think the Dallium Player of the Year is down to two. Um, Turbo, the only question with Trebojevic, can he have as good a season as he did last year to reach those heights again or surpass that will be a great feat in itself. Uh, the other person I think has a, has a chance for the Dallium is Cam Murray. 
So they're my two. The other sort of uh, team, a bit of a smoky, I think will perform better than um, expected, are the Sharks under Craig Fitzgibbon. And I think he'll bring some real toughness and some real grunt and some real rigour to that team. And, and I, I think they'll um, they'll perform a lot better under his guidance. Okay, well, uh, we'll watch this space with interest. The mm. team that I think that will struggle is, is the Bulldogs. And I know that many yep. Bulldogs fans are rich in anticipation about how their team can go with all the money that's been spent and the players that are coming across. I just think it's going to be another year or two away. I don't think they've got the halves to get it done this year. So I think the Bulldogs may well struggle. The Tigers are probably going to struggle too. And, uh, you know, the Novocastrians, the Newcastle won't have a lot to smile about. No, look, I totally agree. I think the Bulldogs, uh, looking at their first six games, the Cowboys away, Broncos away, Eagles at home, Storm at home, Panthers at home and Rabbits at home, there's a very, very good chance, and here's my prediction, that uh, the Bulldogs will be Norton 6 after six games and Trent Barrett will be sacked by Gus Gould and Gus Gould will bring in Freddie Fittler to be the caretaker of the Bulldogs. He'll get he'll get clearance from New South Wales Rugby League and he'll come in and um, take over the Bulldogs and they'll have a better end to the season. But uh, yeah, Trent Barrett, the first NRL coach to go, will be him this year, I think. Okay, well, there it goes. Brave mm. predictions from Shane Lee and T. Gilbert. We had our crystal balls out. Let's see how they can shine throughout the course of 2022. Uh, one more quick prediction, Timmy. Uh, mm. With Newcastle, I think Caelan Ponga um, won't have a great season with Newcastle this year, and he'll be the first major signing for the Dolphins for 2023. So that's my other little smoky tip. Okay, all right. We'll watch this space with interest. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, fantastic sponsors in Maine Haircare. That's M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. And, of course, our wonderful producer, Mr. Dan McHugh. We are back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care.